Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Select a bit. I'm joined by Greg Browning. How's it going, Greg? Good evening, yes. I'm good, thanks. You okay? Yep, good. Still on holiday here, so just doing my best in my car trying to record podcasts <laughs> like you do. Um, and we're joined by Grant. How are you, Grant? Yeah, good, thanks. Um, hope you're both well. Um, really impressed with your commitment there. <laughs> yeah, did well. I let the team down this week, so I guess we should probably say what we did to the Norwegian podcast last night, that the quality might not be as good as it normally is on the podcast, so apologies for that. But, but uh, the content will be good. Well, yeah, that's about <laughs> you guys to make sure that the, the winning bets are still there. So uh, we're going to just try and rattle through things this week and get them uh, done pretty quickly. Grant, we've got the final round of games in the Premier League, which you've got some bets for. And yeah. Greg, we'll have a look at a couple of games in Belarus with yourself. So let's get started, Grant. First game you want to look at is Arsenal v Watford on Sunday. Yeah, final round of fixtures this weekend in the Premier League. Um, I spoke about Watford on last week's podcast and I think it's safe to say a lot's changed since then. They, they lost at West Ham last Friday, they then sacked Nigel Pearson on Sunday and they were heavily beaten by Man City in midweek. So a pretty disastrous week for them, not helped with Aston Villa's win against Arsenal on Tuesday night. Yeah, and yeah Things really couldn't have gone much worse for them. They go into the final day of the season in the bottom three and they now need to better Villa's result on the final day to stay up or hope that Villa lose by a margin of two or more goals than Watford do. And Watford, they've got a tricky final game to save themselves. They go to Arsenal. Um, I suppose a lot of that will depend on what Arsenal team show up on Sunday. We've, we've seen Arsenal beat Liverpool and Man City recently, um, but we've also seen Arsenal revert to the type of performance we've become accustomed to when they lost against Villa on Tuesday night. Having said that, since the turn of the year, Arsenal have won six of their eight home games, drawn the other two. They have undoubtedly improved under Mikel Arteta. The highlight being last weekend's FA Cup semi-final win over Man City. I am mindful that they might have one eye on the FA Cup final next week. But I think Arteta will be looking for a response on Sunday. And one of the few things Arsenal have been good at in recent years is winning home games against the lesser sides in the league. Watford have lost their last five away games, failed to score in four of those. And it's just two wins in 14 for Watford. And to me, they just look like a team really low in confidence at the moment. I think Arsenal are a generous price to win this game outright. So I'm going to back Arsenal at 19-20 to with Skybet. Yeah, I thought Arsenal were really impressive at the weekend. Um, winning that semi-final, I think it was a result that you couldn't really see coming a few months ago. Um, but certainly since the football's come back, Arsenal have have looked a whole lot better, actually, under Arteta. And I think, as you say, they've always looked far more comfortable at home as well, um, especially against the lower, league te- the, the lower teams in the league. Um, I take it you're just writing off Watford altogether now. That's them down. I think they had that kind of look about them against Man City the other night. They just looked like a team who were, yeah, almost accepting of their fate. They may well still pull it off. Um, as I said, you don't know what you're going to get with Arsenal, but I just think that Arsenal are overpriced to, to win this game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't read too much into their defeat against against Aston Villa uh, midweek. I think they had two massive, massive games against Liverpool and City. Won them both. 
I think it was always going to be a challenge for them to get up to that same sort of level performance against Aston Villa, a team who were absolutely fighting for their lives. So I wouldn't read too much into that defeat. I think 19 to 20 looks a really good shout, Grant. Yeah, yeah. I think Arteta will be. I think he'll be looking to change the the culture at Arsenal. I think he'll be demanding a response on Sunday, and a few players might be playing for a cup final place as well. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a fair shout. So Arsenal to win 19 to 20 is the first bet on Sunday. Another team who almost looked doomed as well, although I think there is a, still a slim chance they can stay up as Bournemouth and they visit Everton on Sunday. But you think Everton might be better getting onside with them? Yeah, Bournemouth, they go into the final game of the season at Everton in need of a miracle to, to avoid sort of falling into the Championship and ending their, their five years st- stay in the Premier League. Bournemouth are three points behind Villa and Watford and they'll have to beat Everton and hope that Watford and Villa lose their respective fixtures. So it's going to be a really tall order for Bournemouth and their terrible away form only adds to that. Their last away win came way back in December and they've lost 14 of their 18 away games this season. And I think it's now nine consecutive away defeats for Bournemouth in the Premier League. So really up against it and into the last game of the season. Everton, they've Blowing hot and cold since the restart, but they are undefeated in their last 11 home matches. So Carlo Ancelotti has made them tough to beat at Goodison Park. And I think he'll be looking to sign off with a win on Sunday before getting the checkbook out in the summer. Bournemouth, they'll have to go for broke here. They really are in must-win territory. Um, and not only that, when you look at their recent away games, there's been no shortage of goals. Five of the last six have gone over two and a half. And 11 of their 18 games this season have seen three or more goals away from home. And they've conceded at least two goals in the last um, in five of their last six away matches. Since the restart overall, they've conceded two plus. So really struggling at the back. They've got a few injuries as well to some key personnel at the back. Um, and I like the look of Everton to get a couple of goals in this match at 9-10 with Betfred. Yeah, I think much like Arsenal, Everton are a different proposition at home, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Picked up most of their points at home this season, and their their front two are, are a real handful for any team, and I think they could definitely cause Bournemouth some trouble on Sunday. Okay, so that's Everton to score two or more goals, and that's priced up at nine to ten with Betfred. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, and you've also got a couple of goal scorer bets that you like to look over on Sunday as well. Yeah, starting off in the, the Crystal Palace Tottenham match on Sunday, Spurs they're still in contention for a top six finish, and. We're maybe starting to see some signs that Jose Mourinho's tenure is slowly but surely beginning to take shape. And I think Mourinho would, would view a top six finish as quite a successful season given the position Spurs were in when he arrived. Admittedly, Mourinho's tactics are far from pleasing on the eye, but they are unbeaten in five and they've lost just one of their eight matches since the restart. I think it's they've won their last three games now. So a strong end to the season um, and they'll be hoping to get another win on Sunday. They have scored a couple of goals in their last um, three matches, at least two goals. And they do have a lot of attacking talent in their team. This weekend, they face a a Crystal Palace side to very much appear to go on the beach. They have lost seven games in succession, failing to score in six of those matches. And they really are down to the bare bones with injuries, hitting them quite hard. They've conceded... Two or more goals in six of their last seven matches. And Roy Hodgson, they'll have no choice but to field a makeshift back four this weekend, given the absentee list he's having to deal with. 
The goals for her, I like the look of won't come as a surprise. I like the look of Harry Kane to, to score in this match. She's had a really strong end to the season. Scored a, a brilliant double against Leicester last weekend. Now got four in his last two. I think just given the injuries that Crystal Palace are having to deal with at the back, I think um, the even money with Fred on Kane to score any time is quite a nice price. Yes, I think but for a, an injury average season, then Harry Kane would have been up there with the top goal scorers this season again, wouldn't they? Yeah, undoubtedly. Um, and he's yeah really starting to find his, his feet again after that injury. Um, looking back to his old self, I don't think that bodes well for Palace on Sunday. OK, so he's even money to, to score at any time on Sunday. Yeah, even money with Betfred. And your second goal scorer bet is a guy who is, is in with a shout for the, the golden boot in the Premier League this season, Danny Ings. Yeah, Southampton v Sheffield United on Sunday. Two teams who will be pleased with their efforts this season. Southampton have really bounced back brilliantly from that 9-0 defeat to Leicester. Sheffield United, um, they've had a brilliant season, exceeded expectations. Um, Chris Wilder's done a great job there. Um, yeah, from a Bennett perspective, I think this looks like a, a tough game to call. Both teams don't have anything to play for, but hopefully that sets up for an entertaining match. Um, but and as you said, Danny Ings certainly has something to play for uh, as an individual, seeing as he's involved in that battle for the Golden Boot. I think he's on 21 goals for the season at the moment. He's probably in the form of his career at the moment, and he's, he could well be on the verge of an England call-up, given the form he's in. He's found the back of the net in five of his eight games since the restart. And I think he looks nicely priced to get on the score sheet against a Sheffield United team who have conceded two or more goals in three of their last four away matches. Ings, he'll attract plenty of attention. He scored first at 72. I think that's with Bet365. But Southampton have not been great at home this season. They, they can be got at at the back. So, again, going to go with the any time angle here. And Ings is 21-20 to 20 with Bet365. The game is Ings on penalties for Southampton. He was last weekend and he missed one, so whether or not he's on penalties this weekend um, <laughs> remains think, to be seen. Think, but, uh, given yeah. he's only what, two goals behind Bardi, he may well be. Yeah, a brave man to take the ball off him if Southampton get a penalty on Sunday. Indeed. So he's 21 to 20 uh, to get on the score sheet on Sunday. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. And Greg, you just wanted to speak about the fact that it's a last round of fixtures in the Premier League, and that's something that you you always kind of try to flag up in most leagues, to be honest. Um, had some success in that, certainly in the, the Championship this week from a goals point of view. Yeah, I think the last few rounds of games and leagues tend to open up for obvious reasons, but I'm a huge fan of the last round of games in a league. Uh, the Championship was exceptional last night, and I'm not expecting there to be 46 goals <laughs> like there was last night but I, th- I think it's worth doing um, especially for small stakes so, some of the wins last night I was seeing on goal both halves first half goals all games over 1.5 mm. I think we're only two games or three games short last night for all games over 2.5 mm. so there's 10 games obviously on Sunday it might be worthwhile just doing a roll up um, going the first half all games over 1.5 and I'll do a Greg special. All 10 matches are going in the first half an hour. Uh, that's a market you can get with Paddy Power. And you can also get it in play with Bet365. 
Yeah, the games usually come up, what, about five, ten minutes before kick-off, and you can get yeah, those 10, yeah. 20, 30-minute markets on Bet365, so that's worth looking out for. And if last night's game at Anfield is anything to go by, <laughs> eight goals here between Liverpool and Chelsea, then we could be in for a cracking final day. Yep. Yeah, I think that ties in with my me going for a couple of goals for us this weekend. Not something I usually put up, but I just think mm-hmm. with it being the final day, there's yeah, it's maybe a good good thing to look at. And also, Greg, it's Serie B on Friday nights. Yeah, Serie B. I think there? there's three rounds left to go or two rounds two left rounds. to go. So there's nine games tomorrow night at eight o'clock. Um, I've been following Serie B closely the last few weeks. It's not been far away from all nine or ten games landing over one point five. So I'm going to have a look tonight just to see who's playing who and might potentially put on total goals, uh, depending on what the markets are set at. Yep. I think okay. total goals last night um, in the championship was set at 36 goals. So I left it because it was set quite high at 36. Um, Serie B, with it being a low-scoring league, you do tend to find that the goal line will be set quite low. Mm-hmm. So it's worth having a look. Okay, and that championship one, uh, you'd flagged up over one and a half goals on private channel last night as well. What did that pay? That paid 14 to 1. So I must have seen at least 50 or 60 different winning slips on Twitter um, last night and this morning. Lots and lots of guys on Skybet. It it breaks your heart. (laughs) You're seeing guys getting 9 to 1, 10 to 1 for over 1.5 match goals in uh-huh. all all the, all the 12 matches. Yeah. Well, you're getting like 13s and 14s and 15s yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So please shop about. The Skybet specials are not special. It's a it's a con. <laughs> so please have a look elsewhere. You likely will find better prices than other, other, other bookies. Yeah, it kind of preys on people's laziness, I think, where you can just put it on as one single bet as opposed to you know, going through the 10, 11, 12 games. Not even with that. Other bookies do specials too now as well. Yeah, so yeah. William Hill's a special. Paddy Power do a special. So there's lots of specials you can get outside of um, Skybet. Yeah, it's always advisable to shop around um, and obviously to have accounts with other bookies as well helps so that you're in a position where you can take the best price no matter where it's available. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just speaking of the private channel another great week on there this week some really good winners for you especially in the corners markets yeah corners have become my new goals <laughs> since lockdown started especially obviously in Belarus but I think this week anyway we'd let you to get four on Sunday we'd Aston Villa to get six v Arsenal on Tuesday and Charlton absolutely battered last night by Leeds <laughs> and they were 4-5 to five to get four corners so bearing in mind they had to win the match to try and stay up um, I thought four corners was a really good shout and they got four so there's always value in the underdog on the corners yep. market yeah there's always a, there's always an angle as you say um, so just a wee reminder to anyone who's listening if you're not already on Greg's private channel then you can get daily tips from Greg uh, if you visit gambler.co.uk you'll find all the information there as to how to access the Telegram channel um, and it's definitely worth doing so far I think the results so far have been tremendous so we're going to have a look at Belarus this week, Greg. You made it 11 out of 12 winning naps uh, last weekend, 3 out of 3 with your tips that you provided us for Belarus, so things are absolutely flying for you there. Yeah, it's been great. It's obviously, match day 19 last weekend and I think we said last week, wow, it's, time has flown by. Yeah. <laughs> we started yeah. looking at Belarus match day 5. So I've got a really good steer in the league now. Um, halfway through the season, Belshina yet again 
delivered us an app. They were even money to get five or more corners. And they, I think they ended up hitting seven or eight, actually. Although they did lose the match in kind of sensational style. Um, I think it was 0-0 with 93 minutes gone. They lost a goal, scored a goal, and then lost another goal in 99 minutes <laughs> during the match. But Belshina, yeah, been really good to back. And Dynamo Minsk, I think, was sorry, FC Minsk, really pleased with that one. They were playing energetic. Now, FC Minsk were kind of fourth bottom, having a tough season, but they delivered six-plus corners. And I think you mentioned last week, you love these ones that I find Minsk to win, sorry, Minsk to, to score a goal and double chance. Yeah. So that came in as well. So a really pleasing weekend. Just in terms of the league itself, Great weekend for Bat Borisov. They won for the first time in five, I think, whilst nearest rivals Grodno and Shakhtar um, had a 0-0 draw. So they come back to the top. Looking a bit bleak again for Belshina, to be fair. They're now isolated again, so they need a result this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, they're at home to Grodno. And I guess some of the other results that weekend, Sluts stopped the rot. That's their first one in 10. Like I said before, it was a massive win for FC Minsk. Um, at the weekend, they go to bat Borisov. But Vitesk are a side I'll be keeping an eye on. So that's the first match I'll be looking at. Okay. That's a 6pm 6, 6 kickoff on Friday. So I think I mentioned two weeks ago, Vitesk, sitting in 7th place now on 27 points. Um, Sluts sitting in 12th. Now, they welcomed Neiman Grodno like two weeks ago at home. I think at that point, Grodno were on the cusp of a, was it eight wins in a row? I think so, something like that, yeah. Seven or eight wins in a row, I think it was. Now, Vitesk, probably about four or five points later, I would say, than they should be. The reason why I say that is they're, they've only lost once in their last 11 matches, but they've drawn seven. It's a lot of draws, a lot of drop points. They're starting to kind of take shape now, though. They got a really, really important 1-0 win at home last weekend against Smolovici. A match in which they absolutely dominated. So they welcome Slutsk. Now, Slutsk beat Islosh last weekend to stop their rot. Now, Slutsk started the season really, really well. Um, I think they're top of the league at one point after a few rounds. But they've gone on a horrible run. No wins in 10 until last weekend with they've beaten Islosh. But what I would say, I wouldn't read too much into that. Islosh themselves are a kind of really poor run of form. And I think it's a really, really tough game for Vitesk. For, sorry, for, for, um, for Slutsk. Now, Vitesk at home, second best home record in the league. Only lost once in their nine games. Four wins, four draws and one defeat. I think only Grodno uh, matched that home record in terms of home defeats. Really surprised at Vitesk at the price you're getting for them. You're getting four to six. Now, for me, I think Vitesk should be one to two in this match. I think it's a really big price, and I don't know why it's four to six. It was four to seven this morning. It was four to seven yesterday, but they've drifted a little bit to four to six. But I can't find any reason to oppose Vitesk at home against a slush side with just one win in their last ten. Mm-hmm. So in that in that regard, I fancy Vitesk to win. Wouldn't normally put up a four to six shot, but it's worth putting on in a line, or you can still back it as a single, obviously. Yep. But the nap is, again, concentrating on the corners market. So Vitesk at home, they've hit eight or more corners now in their last three games. And they've hit eight or more corners in six of their last ten. Playing really well at home, difficult to beat. 
fully expect the Test to dominate this match. I'm really surprised to see them as big as 11 to 10 to get six or more corners. And that's this weekend's nap. Now, this was shared by the member service on Wednesday morning. Um, it's now Thursday evening. That's drifted a little bit now. So it's now to four to five. Right. So this pays to try and get on these early. And that's the main yeah. benefit, I yeah. guess, of the member service and trying try to get that price out as early as we can. So two bets in this game. For Test to win the match at four to six, that's with bet 365. And the Test six plus corners at 11 to 10. And that's currently with Skybet. And just a wee reminder, that's Friday at six o'clock. So that's one of the first games this weekend to be played. Yeah, it's the uh, second game of the day on, on Friday, 6pm kickoff. So just make sure that you, you get that bet on before it's too late. And the other game you want to look at, we've already mentioned Bar Borisov, they host Minsk uh, on Sunday. Yeah, so on paper, this looks like a comfortable home win for Bar Borisov. FC Minsk are third bottom. Um, quite a fair bit behind Bat Borisov, albeit they have played two games less. Uh, FC Minsk a massive price, I think, eight to one. But I guess as part of my analysis, it's always worth taking a deeper look into things. And when you look at this match, again for corners, Minsk really stand out here. So Minsk, despite their kind of early season troubles, they have hit four or more corners now in thirteen of their sixteen games which is really impressive. Yeah. They've also hit five or more in 12 of their 16 games, um, which isn't bad for a side who are sitting third bottom in the league. Yeah. In fact, only Bolshina have delivered more corners on the road than FC Minsk have. So looking at FC Minsk away games, they've delivered 8, 10, 5, 1, 5, 5, 8 and 8. So they've hit five or more corners now in seven of their eight away games. As I said, only Boshina have hit more. So they're hitting 6.25 team corners a game. Now, don't get me wrong, they are playing the league leaders. They're playing the best team in the league. Sorry, Grodno and Shakhtar fans. Um, <laughs> but I think for them to hit four is a, is easily, can, can easily be done. It's, it's five to four at the moment with Skybait for FC Mins to hit four or more corners. And just going through the last couple of weeks in the middle winners that we've had, for a team to deliver four corners, it's easily done. Yeah, I think when you're getting anything above evens for any team to hit four corners, it's got to be worth a second look, hasn't it? Yeah, had this been five plus, would have left it. So mm. it's always that initial view. Hopefully we can get some value on the four plus, and if we do, we'll, we'll snap it up. Yeah. Now, Bat Borisov are conceding 4.4 corners a game. So despite being top, um, there's probably about five or six teams that have got a better defensive record defensively for corners than Bat Borisov do. So they have conceded four or more corners in 10 of their 19 games. So more than half of their league games this season, Bat Borisov have conceded four or more corners. And they've conceded three or more in 15 of their 19 games. So I think with Minsk winning last week, racking up lots of corners on the road and at home, um, I just think they can hit the four plus mark here. And I think five to four is a really big price for them to hit four corners. Yeah, and you've gone to FC Minsk quite a few times this season for the corners bets, haven't you? I have, and the reason for that, one, is obviously they keep delivering us winners, but secondly, because they're so pure in the league at the moment, as yeah. I keep on saying about this, the bookies keep pricing teams based on their league position. Yeah, and that's why we're finding re- real value on the con- team corner markets, I think. Yeah, it's almost as if it's just algorithm based on their um, odds, you know, 
win odds for a game rather than any deep analysis of the actual corner betting on matches. Yes, this is a team that's hitting over six corners away from home every every game away, away from mm-hmm. home. Yeah. So there's no yeah. way they should be as big as five to four for four plus corners. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. So we're just focusing on the two games in Belarus this week. Can you guys give us a wee recap then of your bets for the weekend? Yeah, of course. Um, four bets from the final round of fixtures in the Premier League on Sunday. Arsenal to beat Watford at 19-20 to with Skybet. Everton to score two or more goals at 9-10 to with Betfred. Harry Kane to score any time at even money with Betfred. And Danny Ings to score any time at 21-20 to with Bet365. And I've got two games from Belarus. First game on Friday night at 6pm. Uh, Vitesk at home to Slutsk. And I'm taking Vitesk to deliver six or more corners at 11-10. to and that's this weekend's nap. As we look to make it, I think it's 12 out of 13 now. Yeah, yeah. So keen to keep that record going. And the test to win the match at 4-6. to six In a game that I think should probably be as short as 1-2. And the last match is on Sunday at 4pm. And it's back borders of the FC Minsk. And I'm taking FC Minsk to hit four or more corners at 5-4. to four. Great, thank you guys. Um, now don't forget you can follow the guys on Twitter at Browning84Greg and at Slipstips, as well as following our own account at Gambler Tips. And as we previously mentioned, you can receive uh, daily tips from Greg on his private Telegram channel. Just go to gambler.co.uk for all the details. So that's us for this week. Huge thanks to Grant for joining us again this week. Grant, thank you. Good luck with your bets. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good luck to all the listeners this weekend. Cheers and good luck to you, Greg. Yes, thanks very much. Cheers. And best of luck to all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and please feel free to share the podcast. 